Brett Chang, and this is your Peak Daily for Friday, October 6, 2023, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech all in less than seven minutes. Peak Pals, raise your hands if you've ever eaten a bowl of cereal for dinner because you just couldn't be bothered to make anything. I know I have. And if you didn't raise your hand, we must ask, why are you lying to us? Kellogg's is actually very aware that cereals are sometimes dinner and is now actively looking to market them as a nighttime meal as it tries to boost flagging sales. You know, I don't know about you, Peak Pals, but if it's 6 p.m. and I'm not feeling great, some Fruit Loops, it's kind of like a dessert and a dinner all in one. It would go perfect for me. And so I'm not sure, Peak Pals, if you're in the market for cereal for dinner, but Kellogg sure thinks you might be. And this is going to be interesting to see how they roll this campaign out. It's a big pivot for cereal, if you ask me. Now, besides cereal for dinner, Peak Pals, we've got a great episode for you today for our first story, BlackBerry splits itself in two. For our second story, the greed of freeze prices. And for our last story, BlackBerry cuts itself in half. For our first story, BlackBerry just booted up the old bold 9700. I remember those and sent a heartfelt breakup text, well, to itself. Here's what happened. BlackBerry announced it's splitting into two separate public companies next March as it looks to stoke new investor interest and chart a clearer path forward. Now to catch up, since it stopped making smartphones in 2016, BlackBerry has become a strange Frankenstein-y mishmash of a company with businesses focused on internet-connected tech, particularly in-car software, cybersecurity, and device management software. It also made money from patent licensing, but that has effectively stopped since it sold most of its legacy smartphone patents for up to $900 million back in March. Out of all of these, the in-car software biz has been the only real winner. It's projected to deliver 20% annual growth for the foreseeable future, and its tech is used by all the world's top 10 automakers. It will now get a chance to stand on its own from the other businesses. This all matters because, though it's become a cautionary tale, but also briefly a meme stock, BlackBerry remains a pillar of Canada's tech sector. While it won't ever return to its crackberry highs, the breakup could give it a much-needed shot in the arm. I'm looking forward to the sequel of the movie. For our second story, as some Canadians prep for Thanksgiving, they come face-to-face with $120 turkeys. The government is asking big grocers to do something, anything, to lower food prices. Here's what's driving the news. The feds announced that Canada's big five grocers, Lala's, Metro, Empire, Walmart, and Costco, committed to several actions that will lower prices, including price freezes for key food products, the exact food stuffs were unspecified, and price matching. The government also said it will launch a new task force to monitor grocers to ensure they meet their commitments and let investigate harmful practices like shrinkflation. Plans are still in the works on a much ballyhooed grocery code of conduct, as well as a data hub to create equitable access to info about Canadian food prices. Plus, Bill C-56 is currently being discussed in Parliament. The bill, in part, seeks to increase grocery sector competition by allowing the Competition Bureau to investigate price fixing and stop large grocery companies from preventing smaller grocers setting up shop nearby. And it all matters because food inflation has slowed since last year's record highs, but prices are still on the up and up. Per August inflation numbers, most food items were more expensive than they were a year ago, with prices up 6.9% annually compared to overall inflation of 4%. But Critics immediately called the plan into question. Speaking with CTV, researcher Sylvain Charlebois said measures like price freezes and matching are things that grocers already do and that he failed to see how anything new that would help customers right now. And here's the bottom line. Grocery pricing is just one factor, and some argue an overhyped factor in food inflation. 
From a weak Canadian dollar to supply chain issues due to geopolitical turmoil to more extreme weather events hurting harvests, a price freeze can't fix everything. For our third story, two years ago, $2,000 could go a long way in Canada's major cities. We're talking floor-to-ceiling windows, indoor swimming pools, and desirable downtown locations. But these days, it's all about staircase living and shared bedrooms. So what happened? Per CTV, the increasingly limited housing supply across the country is causing both developers and tenants to try to make the most of their space. All of it. But some of the arrangements are so unconventional that they're starting to draw backlash online. In Montreal, one developer turned what used to be staircases into tiny homes, listed at $1,995. Now they're spread out over three stories. The living space spans 350 square feet. In Vancouver, a walkthrough tour of a 200-square-foot unit went viral in a TikTok video that's since been deleted after being advertised for $2,000 a month. And in Toronto, a realtor posted a listing for a shared room for $650 a month on TikTok, featuring one bunk bed that's seemingly located in the foyer of a home. Canadians are struggling to keep up with rising rental prices nationwide. The asking price for a new tenant is up 9.6% from last year, hitting $2,117 in August, while average hourly wages for permanent employees rose by just 5.2%. Vancouver, Oakville, and Toronto are currently the most expensive cities where you could sign a lease with the average cost of an apartment recently passing $3,000. In Canada's two largest cities, households must make at least $120,000 a year to meet affordability metrics for an average rental with 30% of income spent on housing. Which brings us to the bottom line. One thing that can bring rental prices down is supply, which still lags behind demand. But just yesterday, Canada's housing agency said it would be hard to maintain the pace of apartment construction due to soaring costs and rising interest rates. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thanks, Peak Pals, and have a great weekend. When you give me shock, when-